Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Today, I'm really excited to bring this episode to you guys, and I have my first guest, Dr. Takeshi Suzuki who is originally from Japan, but he has a wealth of experience and knowledge working with high-level athletes and also the general population. He, his background is he's an athletic trainer, certified athletic trainer in the U.S. from Washington State University. And he went on to go back to Japan and he worked with a lot of the winter athletes, uh, specifically skiing athletes on the Japanese Olympic team and he has a wealth of experience in that realm he's been to with the Japanese Olympic team he's been to the Olympic Games at Salt Lake City Turin Vancouver Sochi he is still to this day on the Japanese Olympic Committee medical advisory board and he will be in that position when the Olympics go to Tokyo in 2020 just a few months away now he is the owner of our body project which he founded in 2003 which you will hear us talk about today and he currently has three locations in the tokyo area and they cater to everything from elite level athletes to the general public really focusing on teaching proper movement teaching people how to exercise and elevating their performance it's a very similar setup and philosophy to what i do in the clinic at performance rehab ortho and we are going to discuss that in 2011, he created the Our Body Academy, which is designed to educate and train future experts in uh, strength and conditioning, exercise, science, and just training in general. And he has done a really great job training all of his employees and also other people that have come through his seminars and workshops in Japan. He also gives a lot of seminars, workshops, and presentations outside of Japan. And he's been to many different countries and he's even presented here in Hawaii at one of our strength clinics. I am very grateful to have had this opportunity to sit down and talk with Takeshi. He's, he's an extremely busy person, but every time he comes and stops in Hawaii, he always makes sure to come and visit me and come and visit Performance Rehab Ortho. And we just have good discussions about some of the things he's doing and some of the things that I'm doing. So this time we decided to record it on my very first guest on my podcast so that you guys can hear some of the discussions that we have behind the scenes. And I can't wait to share this interview with you. I hope you guys all enjoy. And we are going to talk about how cultural influences from Japan and the U.S. influence how people perform, how they take care of their body, and what kinds of obstacles we have to overcome when dealing with some of these cultural influences. Enjoy. Okay, so we have Takeshi here all the way from Japan. And every time we have good conversation and it's very good to talk to you again you make these short trips and always come to visit us at the facility and share some of the things that you're working on so i mean thank you for joining me and everything thank you yeah thank you andrew and today i mean it, it's kind of an interesting conversation because i think across the world there's a lot of similarities when it comes to training mm -hmm. and performance training yeah. and even rehabilitation yeah. but there's also a lot of differences because of the 
different environment or different cultural aspects. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I wanted to touch base on with you today. And that's kind of the topic is some of the cultural influences when it comes to optimizing your performance. So first off, I, as you guys heard from the introduction, like you have become very successful making this Our Body Project. (laughs) And you have three facilities, right? As of right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so can you explain to people that are not so familiar with Our Body Project, what that is, kind of the history of Our Body Project, and what made you start that? Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, Yeah, my name is Takeshi Suzuki. Everybody called me Tak. Then I'm Japanese, but I went to school in Washington State. And... Mm -hmm get a certification, uh, ATC, there. So my background is like a sports medicine and athletic training. Yeah. But uh, with that experience, I came back to Japan. Huh. Then I tried to work as an athletic okay. trainer. Mm-hmm. The, the first of all, um, I've been taking, I, I take care of like a, like a national professional sport team mm-hmm. first. That was okay. Yeah. It's that things. It's almost similar things in the U.S. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but payment is not so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to survive. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I have. I had to think another, you know, job. Yes. Another Japan. means because the salary in Japan as an athletic trainer was. Back yeah. then too, it wasn't as good as what it is now, or yeah, it was just kind of all new to Japan. Yeah, yeah, because mm-hmm. you know, actually now mm-hmm. it's okay. But okay. It's now, that I'm talking about like uh, almost twenty years ago. Yes. So at the time, you know, it's kind of that was so hard to get the job in Japan as an athletic trainer. Uh huh. Yeah. So <clears throat> actually, that was good for me. Okay. So if I got the you know good job opportunity mm-hmm. in Japan as an athletic trainer in the you know sports mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. I've never think about another making your own company. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So then what happened after you were going through, you know, being a traditional athletic trainer in a traditional setting, yeah. what made you decide I'm gonna try to make my own company? Well um actually i i looked around the like a fitness industry in japan mm-hmm. that was good mm-hmm. but I, so that was good for diet like a lose weight okay and get the muscle mass okay and kind of refresh yes yeah those three things the main big you know mm-hmm. main the Be- demand was there for those three and then yeah. that was all that existed in mm-hmm. Japan and this was mm-hmm. again like 20 years ago mm-hmm. yeah but like uh, the people who are in the fitness club in Japan is almost over 40 years old okay yeah so mm-hmm. most of people have like a something wrong even yes pain anywhere yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah if i ask people like you were healthy okay most of people yeah but mm-hmm. but something there's always a injury or something even long time ago that they didn't take care of right, right? Yeah. yes exactly yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so so most of people have some problem in their body okay so they so 
So that means they have to fix it. Yes. Through the exercise. Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> But in fitness club, just mm -hmm. you know, again, the, this that area is good for three big demand, right? Yes. Lose weight, get muscle mass, mm -hmm. refresh. Yes. So, the the fitness club never think about like a you know functional like a. Mm -hmm. Recovery. Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you say that? Or uh, functional movement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially mm -hmm. in that time, I would say a big tr shift in the trend was instead of just your traditional weightlifting and mm -hmm. strength and conditioning, mm -hmm. it was switching into more functional type movements, meaning right. that it it translated really well mm -hmm. to activity mm -hmm. or sport. Mm -hmm. And you are just in the very infant stages of that in Japan because it was no one else was doing it. Wrong. Right. No. Yes. So that's why I, um, I request the fitness club in Japan. Okay, you guys should need that you know functional movement exercise yes. in this area. Uh -huh. Yeah, but they at the time they don't understand what I, what I am talking about. Like, yes, what what's a functional means? Like, It was foreign. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and what to give people an idea? When did you start your company? What year? It's 17 years ago. Two, 2002? 2000, 2002, yes. Yeah. Actually, 2003, I'm sorry. Yeah. 2003. Three, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, not only was it kind of picking up trend in the US, but mm. in, the, in Japan, I don't think it was, it was completely foreign. So then you had to take this concept that you learned primarily from the US, right? Because right, yeah, yeah. You follow Gary Gray a lot, mm -hmm. right? Gray Cook a mm -hmm. lot. Mm -hmm. um, and I think even for Gray Cook, Gray Cook really started doing all of these things in like the mid 90s mm -hmm. before he published his book and stuff. Okay. So it was still relatively new. I mean, if you think mm -hmm. about it, 94, 95, I think is when he really started to publish more information about mm -hmm. what he was working on. Mm -hmm. That's only like nine, 10 years later that you were trying to do this in Japan, <laughs> which is pretty amazing. Yeah. So how, what were some of the struggles and what was the history of the company as you grew it? Um, uh, Like uh, 2003, mm -hmm. I I set up the one facility. Okay. Yeah. So at the time, just only two clients. Two clients. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was my startup. Okay. Yeah. And how did you? Where? How did those clients? Did you know them? Well, actually, mm -hmm. just I didn't do any like uh, you know publish. I mean like uh, you know kind of like media. You didn't things. advertise or anything. No. No. Uh -huh. no nothing. So so just word of mouth. Okay. Yeah. Did you know them before they came to you or no? That no, was no, the first no, time you no. met them. Okay. But uh, what I was doing is just uh -huh. I've, I've been taking care of like a top athlete, Olympian. Yes. Yeah. So that was kind of the, that was what was appealing to everybody was that so. you were able to care for these athletes. Yeah. But the general yeah. people never know about me, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So, what was the growth like? I mean, growing from two clients, how did you get from there, 17 laters, to having three what I, facilities? What I did is just, mm -hmm. you know, just I just focused on the result. Like, uh, okay. Yeah. So, people, you know, again, like uh, people who come in over to our body, mm -hmm. they have something problem. Yes. Or they have like a clear, clear goal. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Not like a, you know, I want to lose a weight. So yes. I just, they, they, you know, 
I, I, you know, I don't know much about the fitness, but I just, you know, want to、mm. get sweat. Yeah.、So、those kind of people never come to. It's not、body. really your demographic, and I,、mm. I think like,、mm. to, because the facility that I work at too, we're very similar. Is it's, it's, we're not saying that weight loss or、uh, healthy weight、mm. or aesthetics is not important, but that's、mm. not the primary reason、right. as to why we're doing、mm. it.、Mm. That might just come and fall into place. When you do all of the other stuff,、right. which is good, you know,、um, but it's not so much emphasis on aesthetics. It's more emphasis on performance, making sure、yeah. your body moves、mm-hmm. how、mm-hmm. it's supposed to. Right, right. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's where I think you were able to build the results over time.、Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong, but that、mm-hmm. helped the growth, right? Right. And made your facility busy、mm-hmm. and everything. And give a little background on what kinds of things you really focus on. Because I know we talk about this a lot, but just for some of the listeners out there, understanding what kinds of things we're actually looking at to help you perform better. Well, I mean, like again,、mm-hmm. like you said, I don't say lose weight、mm-hmm. is not important. I don't, I don't say that.、Yes. It's so important.、Yes. Also, strength training、mm-hmm. is so important.、Yes. The classic、yeah. quick lift,、yeah. I love that. Yes. Yeah. So, furthermore, like a quick lifting. Mm-hmm. Is more one of the best of functional training.、Right? Yes, exactly. Yeah.、Uh-huh. So, so that's you know no、mm-hmm. argument. Like, yeah. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So, but、uh, what I what I want to do in Japan is、um, mm-hmm. I want to expand the、uh, recognition of the athletic trainer in Japan. In Japan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Especially early on, that's what you、right. want to do. Right. Right.、Yes. Yeah. Because you know, lots of people. Lots of general people don't know much about the fit. What's the difference between like a fitness intro- instructor、mm-hmm. and athletic trainer? Yes. Yeah. 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 So even though I have, oh I can teach some the corrective exercises,、mm-hmm. people don't know much about what's a corrective exercise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's the difference between corrective exercise and like、uh, aerobic? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right.、Uh-huh. Exercise. So, so I just wanna. Do some like a you know recognition、okay. of athletic trainer in Japan. Okay. So, so for that, so so functional training、mm-hmm. or corrective exercise、mm-hmm. is good tool for that. Got it.、Yeah. Got it.、Yeah. And I mean, how do the clients? And this is probably from day one since you started to today.、Mm-hmm. How do the clients respond to that in Japan? Like what you call, so to clarify for people, corrective exercise、mm-hmm. or this foundation of movement that、mm-hmm. I constantly talk about on all my social media and everything, you、yeah. call it conditioning. Yeah, which、yes. is which is just basically it's Gray Cook might call it movement minimums, but it's basically just the basic foundation of how you should move,、mm-hmm. and we need to、mm-hmm. really make sure that that's working well, so that you can do all of the Olympic lifts or strength、mm-hmm. and conditioning or、mm-hmm. any other types of sports. But how do people respond to your conditioning approach, your clients? Ah,、uh, good question. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because that's the challenge, right? Yes. To get yes. to get people to buy in to see the benefit,、mm-hmm. or buy in long enough to see tremendous benefit,、mm-hmm. and then they start to re- recognize that this is so important.、Yeah. Okay. So、mm-hmm. in Japan,、mm-hmm. there are a lot of、uh, how do you say? Like acupuncture, yes. So, 
yes. who are like a, it's a lot of a lot of what I like to call passive treatments where right. you just lie yeah. down and you're getting mm -hmm. treated you're, mm -hmm. you're not doing anything actively right. so probably acupuncture massage therapists right, right. chiropractors yeah mm -hmm. okay then uh, in Japan there's a lot of good mm -hmm. awesome passive treatment yes, yes exactly service yes. guy right uh -huh. yeah so that's good things uh -huh. but it's the people it's knowing okay they, we have to do something after get massage. Yes. So yes. People start knowing about this. Mm -hmm. Then, then I send a message to them. Okay. Okay. Massage is good. Acupuncture is good. Yes. But after you get the passive range of motion, you have to get the active range of motion. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think once they start to realize that you know everything works together or they can function better then i think they get to see the benefit and again that reinforces the results that you're trying to focus on mm -hmm. and it also gets them to keep doing this month after month right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how many of your clients whether they're professional athletes or just your average person how many of them have been with you a long time <sighs> you have a lot of long time customers yes, or, yes yeah 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 as there's a lot of clients to come in our body over the 10 years. Oh yes, exactly. Yeah. And that's where I think we have a lot of good conversations because at Performance Rehab Ortho too, we have a lot of clients that they've been here since the existence in 2009. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Or we have quite a few that it's, they've been here my whole time here. Mm -hmm. And this is six years in that mm -hmm. I've been working here. So like, you see that it becomes a part of their routine. Mm -hmm. It's not something like, oh, I just do this for three months mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. I'm good. Mm -hmm. It's more like, no, this becomes part of your just overall body, taking care of your body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's really good. I mean, what, um, what other things do you think influence, I guess, your client's results at your facility? Because like, let's talk about your staff, I guess, a mm -hmm. little bit. Because mm -hmm. you have trained a wide range of people from all different backgrounds, right? Because yeah, yeah. you don't have too many athletic trainers mm -hmm. at each location. Yeah. But you have a lot of people that have become very knowledgeable in how to teach corrective exercises, how to work with the mm -hmm. clients or patients, mm -hmm. how to care for different injuries, different mm -hmm. scenarios. So let's talk about your staff a little bit. How, has, how have you implemented this system at your facility? Oh, Actually, every year, yes, the over five hundred like a student trainer okay. apply our body. Okay, yeah, it's in high demand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So then, uh, I think it's maybe like about ten people can get in. Okay, body each okay. year. Yeah. Is that for actual staff position? Yes. yes okay. Yes. Okay. So we have a we have like a it's kind of curriculum for to educate yes. the okay. the trainer. And you've trainer. come up with majority of well, this. Yeah, one of I'm yeah, one of them. One but of uh, them. so we have a, another master trainer here. Okay. Yeah. So then our curriculum mm -hmm. is not like you know like teaching how to. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, yeah. it's one of the like there's a lot of seminar uh, showing the. Lots of exercises. Okay. How to do this? Okay. Yes. Yeah. 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 But it's the, it, it's it's kind of 
it's it's kind of one of the tip, right? Yes. Yeah. What we do is more authentic. Authentic. Okay. Like uh, why you have, why that client have to do squat? What's the key yeah. point to you know, the the fix the movement? Yeah. Kind of stuff. So we what we do is uh, we use just thirty thirty exercises. Okay. Then with with these thirty exercises, we have to think about. That movement, yes, yeah, more authentic. Yes, stuff. okay. Yeah, and then how long does this staff training take? Or well, fifteen uh, years ago, okay, it took about like uh, six months through ten months. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now uh-huh. it's just one month. One month, and yeah. then they go through all of this, and they're yeah, they're practicing it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, like uh, after one month, yes, the trainer hmm. can get service to the guests. Yes. Yeah. And good. And then they get that real life experience where you and I both know that's where you really start to learn mm-hmm. how much you understand these concepts because now you got to apply it on another person. Yeah. Right. right. But I I would just want to say like your curriculum and how you train your employees. It's not you telling them exactly how to practice, mm-hmm. but you guys all start with the similar base knowledge, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that now mm-hmm. there's cohesiveness in the clinic Mm -hmm. so that every patient and every employee and everybody they all kind of know what's going on you Mm -hmm. guys are speaking the same language Mm -hmm. you guys are looking at things in a similar way yet you still have the ability to use your critical thinking skills to figure out like how am I going to help this Mm -hmm. patient because Mm -hmm. even though I have this knowledge now Mm -hmm. you got to cater it to Mm -hmm. the patient so I mean that's something that I think has contributed a lot to Mm. why you have three clinics today is because you get a lot of these professionals well-trained and you guys implement the services Mm -hmm. to help to get the results again like how you said yeah Yeah. that's right I think it's like if I if I made that curriculum like uh, okay I made like a three oh actually 15 years ago Uh our curriculum is like this okay we have like oh about southern okay. type of exercises. Okay. I want to memorize that. Yes. Yeah. Because this is a curriculum. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I have to make like, you know, uh, the t- training program for each person. Mm-hmm. So so you have, I want you to memorize. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then, it wasn't so much thinking. It was yeah, just, you have to memorize yeah. it. Then what do you do? So you have to pick up the, some exercise for that one guest. Uh-huh. And you have to make that program. Yes. This is our pro. This that was our program before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Before, so it took a long time to memorize. Right. It's over the southern exercises. <laughs> yes. They're also, the people is so forgettable. So easy yeah. to forget. Yes. So that's why. Took a long time. Uh huh. Also, the quality is low. Yes, because yeah. there's too many things, and then yeah. they cannot remember. Yeah. And yeah, no, I I agree, and I yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. but now it just the just uh, thirty thirty exercises, exercises that you guys really use as your core. Yeah, yeah and exercises. also through mm-hmm. those exercises, I want you to think mm-hmm. about why, why, not uh, how. Yes. Why? 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 Why use that squat to that client? Yes. What? What? What is the point? Yes. What's the procedure? Da 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 da. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so once you get that, so mm-hmm. that's just one squat exercise. Yes. But uh, if you got the not, if you got the knowledge of the thinking, 
Yes, the logic and the philosophy. Yeah. Yes, you can do. You can expand yes. another to another exercise. Exactly, Suda squat. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And I think that's something that we've talked about too. Is you know figuring out how to make it super efficient, scaling that kind of system. Mm. And I, I on that note, I kind of want to touch on. I have never been to our body project. Yeah, <laughs> I still gotta make it out next there year. One day, hopefully <laughs> next year. Yeah. Hopefully, sometime when this is this is coming out, then I I'll make it out to Japan. Please. But from all of the things that you have shown me, we've talked about before, and the the discussions, you do a great job of individualizing the patient's experience.、Mm-hmm. Because even though you have a core group of exercises,、mm-hmm. people might be thinking, "Oh, thirty exercises? That's not that many."、Mm-hmm. But you guys still do a thorough assessment. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're both SFMA certified.、Mm-hmm. You you have altered that a little bit.、Mm-hmm. You do a thorough assessment. You take, I believe, static posture pictures of front view, side view, back view.、Mm-hmm. You're analyzing all of their、um, anatomy trains, their their fascial meridians. You're、mm-hmm. seeing how their static posture is. You're seeing how they move. Then you take a assessment every session, kind、mm-hmm. of seeing how、mm-hmm. are you progressing with this. So like,、mm-hmm. even though the thirty exercises may not seem like a lot. There's a lot of individualized programming and coaching with each patient or client every session,、mm-hmm. and I think that's what you're talking about now. Is that, yeah, if you understand the concepts, you understand the logic,、mm-hmm. you can apply it to every individual because、mm-hmm. every individual has different things going on,、mm-hmm. even though they might have the same diagnosis.、Mm-hmm. You might、mm-hmm. all come in with shoulder pain, but this shoulder pain is different from this shoulder pain is different from this shoulder pain.、Mm-hmm. So,、mm-hmm. I think that's something that you guys do very well at the facility is that you do a thorough assessment and evaluation, and you're constantly trying to see what's going to make the most progress、mm-hmm. for that patient、mm-hmm. and reassess,、mm-hmm. and intervene, reassess. Right. Yeah, right. Right. yeah, but. I mean, it's pretty amazing how big you guys are now, and、mm-hmm. you're even looking. We'll talk about that towards the end, but I think you're looking to expand further. So, it's something that it's you've been kind of the the forefront of conditioning or functional movement in Japan, and it's something that the regular population、um, buys into, but also the the ex- the elite athletes、mm-hmm. buy into this, and you take care of a lot of the athletes、mm-hmm. too. On that note, I I want to kind of touch base a little bit on what is the healthcare industry like in Japan, because there are, I would say, quite a bit of differences than in the U.S. You know,、mm-hmm. let's just start there. Like, where, what is the healthcare like in Japan? Okay, and okay. where are your facilities? Because、mm. that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So my facility、uh-huh. is like、uh, you know. Again, you like you said, like、uh, you know, performance enhancement、yes. center or、uh-huh. like a conditioning center. That means like、uh, we what we are doing is bridging the gap between the medical and like a fitness、yes. center, like a yeah,、yes. like a medical and fitness. Yes. Yeah. So conditioning in between that. Yes. What is the what is the medical industry like? Like how. How does a per- person, after they get injured,、uh, how I, do they go through the system to get treatment? Oh, okay. It's like、uh, mm-hmm. in Japan,、uh, there's like、uh, the insurance,、mm-hmm. government insurance, government insurance. Yes.、Yeah. So everybody have it. Yes. Most of people, right?、Mm-hmm. So if you get injured, you can go to see doctor.、Mm-hmm. Then with this insurance. Okay. Then if you have this, so the all the.、Uh, 
government covers seventy percent. Okay. Yeah. So that's good, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's why Japan doesn't have a culture of the injury prevention. Got it. Yeah. Because then, because the government covers insurance and everything. Yeah. Then really you know. Yeah. yeah. With this insurance, we can get the good good medical support. Yes, good services. Yeah. Okay. So people people don't think about the before the injury. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's very similar in the U.S. too. You yeah. know. Um. So once they go see the doctor and stuff, mm. how does physical therapy work? Because that's still in the medical side. Of yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. Um. I think it's there's a big difference between Japan and the U.S. Though physical therapist in Japan can work only inside a hospital. Yes, where so, in the U.S., uh, I mean, as we all know, there's all different types of physical therapists that specialize in different fields, but there's a lot of outpatient clinics. And when we talk about physical therapy in the U.S., especially with orthopedics, mm -hmm. it's all out, outpatient clinics. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have mm -hmm. physical therapy services here, so mm -hmm. we're not in the hospital, which mm -hmm. is huge difference. So mm -hmm. once they're in the hospital, Mm -hmm. I mean, we even talked about this before, mm -hmm. but to briefly explain, like, when you get surgery or mm -hmm. you're injured and you're mm -hmm. in the hospital, mm -hmm. what's the perception? Like, is it like you're healthy or is it like, no, you got to stay in the hospital until you reach a certain cutoff? Once you, mm -hmm. when you get the surgery in yeah. the hospital, like, uh, they have to get the, the PT service. Mm -hmm. That, so this is much longer than U.S. Got it. I think it's almost about a month. About a month, and depending on the case. And yes, the yeah. Situation. If you get the, like an ACL, like uh, so, they're in the hospital the whole month, or mm -hmm. after oh, whole the month. whole month. Yeah. So they don't go home and come back no. like how we no, do. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. So that that shows you like how much the healthcare system yeah. or the medical system mm -hmm. has to do, especially after a surgery. Yeah. Okay. So after they finish that one month, mm -hmm. then what happens? Then. <laughs> yeah, the doc, the the hospital let them go. Let them go. And then okay, just you know, no, like additional support. No, yeah. So then, bef if they don't come to our body project, what do they do? Nothing. They try to do it on their own, right? No. Yes, right. That's yeah, right. on yeah, their yeah. own, or like, yeah. uh, and then that's that's, that's where it point. becomes. Yeah, that's where it becomes. I mean, even what we see in the U.S., when you try to do it on your own, it's not saying that you won't get better. It just mm. might take a lot longer, mm -hmm. right? Because you don't have the guidance. Okay. So for the elite athlete, like a top athlete, can yes. go like a, you know that facility after surgery, like a, like an Olympic Center or yes. National Training Center. Yes. So they can go there after rehab. Yes. But as a general people, they, there's no place. There's to no place to go. And even in the U.S. too, I think. What people don't realize is when we get orthopedic injuries, we see the athletes, college pro athletes, and we wonder how, how do they get back so quickly? Mm -hmm. It's because they get to go to the athletic training mm -hmm. room where they get to get care daily mm -hmm. and they're doing a lot of things in a short six month period, mm -hmm. nine month period that helps them to return. So this is where there's a lot of overlap, I guess, with our body project and performance right. rehab mm -hmm. ortho is mm -hmm. we're bridging this gap between the medical side or physical therapy mm -hmm. all the way to return to sport or return to just strength and conditioning mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think that's an area that's very important because 
again it's setting up that foundation mm -hmm. or kind of what you call like yeah. conditioning so that you can do all of the other things and not get hurt again right yeah um yeah that's why so this yes. area not only athlete also all the people need everybody it. <laughs> everybody <Yes>. because <laughs> you don't want to be stuck in a position where you get released from physical therapy or in japan you get released from the hospital mm -hmm. then it's like okay what do i do now right. how do i get stronger because <laughs> that's you're not ready for unrestricted activity yet and you don't want to live a quality of life where you know you're impeded or you're restricted by your strength or your range of motion or you know pain even you don't want to live in pain so right. I think that's super important now after that so if they do come to our body project do some conditioning or even if they just take extra time and try to do it on their own what's the fitness side like in Japan do a lot of people go and work out at gyms do they work out yeah. at home mm -hmm. oh Half and half, like half a and young half, generation, yeah. mm -hmm. goes to. Is it like yeah. a facility? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But it's not like a, you know, twenty-four hours fitness stuff. Like got it. It's like stuff. smaller facilities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. like yoga studio okay. or it's kind of the group exercise studio, that kind of stuff. Okay. Young generation goes there. To stay active. Yeah. yeah. Right. But uh, the elder people mm -hmm. goes to like a fitness club like fitness a, club yeah so i mean that's pretty similar i think mm. we, even in the u.s it's a lot of people that do like to train at facilities but a lot of people that you know might go to the smaller classes or mm -hmm. do other activities that help you stay fit mm -hmm. and now when you think about that what's what would you say is like how well do people move in japan in your perspective because I will share my take on this but in your perspective how do people move in Japan like are there a growing rate of orthopedic type injuries or no for the most part it's not that bad it's growing it's growing yeah for okay. sure what why do you think it is because um, Japan yeah is the most how do you say uh -huh. like uh, in Japan the age up. Oh, the yeah. age is growing. The age is growing. The older population is getting bigger. Yes. yes. Okay. That's why. Yeah. You're that's seeing, this big reason. You're yeah. seeing like more of the older age movement issues, maybe arthritis, mm -hmm. things like that mm -hmm. set in. Mm -hmm. And even in the U.S., I mean, that's one of the big concern in the next 20 years or so is that mm -hmm. the older population is mm -hmm. living longer, getting mm -hmm. older, mm -hmm. and you know there's already a lot of movement issues because we mm -hmm. sit a lot in society and mm -hmm. all of these kind of things mm -hmm. but kind of going back on how people move in japan i mean do a lot of your clients when they come in do they move pretty well or i think so okay i think so yeah, yeah. um actually let me back back onto the that yeah. that, that topic like uh, in japan um so like uh, 10 years ago government is focused on like obesity Okay. Yeah, because obesity is, you know, uh, is highly related relationship to mm -hmm. the yes the, to the, all the yeah. diseases, chronic illnesses. Right. But are there? I mean, I know obesity is growing worldwide, but right. the obesity in Japan. I mean, is it like really significant? You think or no? Less than like a fifth of the population, maybe. Oh, uh, I think it's getting, you know, food culture. Mm. It's changing. Yes. 
That's why it's obesity in Japan. It's growing. Yeah, it's yeah. growing. But I'm, I'm, I want to say, so that's why government is focused on obesity. Okay. To, you know, t about ten years ago. Okay. But I'm saying before obesity, yeah, the people get something wrong on that before, yeah. arthritis issue thing. Yes. So people get something pain on knee, low back. That's why they stop doing some exercises, yes. walking. That's why they get obesity. Yes, and then yeah. that leads or fuels the obesity problem because yeah, yeah. you start to gain weight, you start mm. to become less active, right. more sedentary. Mm -hmm. So that's another great point. I mean, why conditioning? And you know, people have to have that preventative mindset. Like I gotta mm. be able to move well right. and right. then move you know, keep that movement going mm -hmm. so that I can do those activities, stay mm -hmm. healthy, stay fit, and not get obese. Mm -hmm. Because once you get more problems, right, your knee's sore, your back's sore, now right. you're overweight, now your knee's more sore, that's mm -hmm. really what fuels kind of the, the quality of your life starts to go down. Right, but right. that's exactly right. Mm -hmm. On that note though, I wanted to kind of share my two cents on this is that, so when I went to Japan probably a few years ago, mm -hmm. the thing that shocks me is that I mean, when you're going on the trains, you know, you're walking around, there's so much movement. Like, people walk all the time. They walk ah. everywhere. The culture is different. And honestly, when I'm out and about, you know, mm -hmm. I don't think I see that many obese people. Mm. It's not, it's very different than the U.S. Okay. Because I think okay. the lifestyle is very different. Like, it's, uh -huh. you're walking way more. You're uh -huh. doing a lot more things that are more active. Oh. Where, yeah. Okay. So, when did you go in Japan? I think this was, oh, I, I can't even remember all the years blend together, but in I Tokyo? think it was, yeah, Tokyo 2017 or 2016, yeah. Okay. So, you see a lot of people use, like, you know, train and subway, right? Yes. But it's just only in, like, main area, like in Tokyo. In the big city. Yeah. Okay. But if you go see it outside of Tokyo. Then it's more like US. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I think, I think that's what it is. It's like... I was kind of thinking to myself too, maybe I'm just not seeing all of the people that are not active, right? Mm. But I think like for at least a big city, that's something that's big and in influencing how well they maintain health, movement, mm -hmm. fitness, mm -hmm. is because they're moving around so much, it does help. Mm -hmm. And maybe, I don't know, maybe there's more like healthy options to eat in the city, maybe they're more access to all of the resources because you guys are in Tokyo, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you have facilities like this mm -hmm. that are accessible where people like to go to and in the, you know, right. more the the rural areas, there's not as much mm -hmm. uh, facilities or things like this mm -hmm. to help people, mm -hmm. help keep people healthy. Mm -hmm. So, that's something about the culture that I thought was really unique is that, you know, a lot of people move pretty well. I mean, overall, their posture, I was like, their posture, in my opinion, mm -hmm. and I live, I'm, born and raised in Hawaii. In my opinion, I was like, their posture is way better than anybody I see in the clinic. Mm -hmm. A lot of them. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of shocking to me is because, you know, just the overall lifestyle and how they do things on a daily basis, that helps a lot. Mm. Um, kind of on that note too, I mean, even like Japanese, you know, you guys sit on the ground. Sometimes you guys lie down on the ground, mm -hmm. you know, because like you do a lot of things sitting like either Indian style or sitting mm -hmm. on your heels and everything. Yeah. I think that helps to keep some of the mobility going. Where like I think so. in America, mm -hmm. I mean, we find the the best way to make the chair the most comfortable where you don't have to move anything, you know? And then <laughs> I think that's part of the problem too is that there's not as many things ergonomically like mm -hmm. that in Japan, you know? it's Oh, that's a good point. I yeah. think it's... An, 
That's why the kids in Japan. Yes. Changing. They don't. Ah. They don't sit on the floor. They're starting to sit on like chairs. Chairs. Yeah. That's yeah. why their mobility is so low. Low. Yeah. Much slower than you know our yes. age. Yes, and I think mm. that's something to take into note. That's a cultural influence. Right. Yeah. Because. They're maybe picking up Western culture or whatever it is, but it affects daily movement. Mm. And when you start to do that, yeah, you're getting all those problems like we talked about, and then maybe leading to into health issues mm. or overweight issues. Um, but that's something that I just noticed when I was there is that the way that people move is still a lot different mm -hmm. than the way we move in America or mm. the U.S. And because of that, you see it. It's very clear that it's represented, uh, represented. With how people are moving in public, mm -hmm. yeah. So I mean, that's that's something very interesting, um, and I think that's why you guys have done really well in the city is because there's a lot of people that you guys can help to maintain proper movement mm -hmm. and everything. Mm -hmm. um, let's. I mean, I know I know that you're busy on vacation and everything, <laughs> but we'll kind of uh, slowly wrap this up. This was some good conversations, but. How to how to improve like uh, quality of life? Yes, is, you know depends on the person. Like, yes, uh, you know some people like uh, yoga. It mm. might be you know good for QOL, QOL mm -hmm. mm. or strength training. Yes, but uh, some people might be reading or uh -huh. watching a movie. Uh -huh. It's and yeah. improves the quality of their life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So so I want to say is to get to get improved quality of life mm -hmm. is you know it's different kinds different for everybody yeah yes yeah but but uh -huh. you cannot replace your body yes. your body yes. is going to <laughs> you only have one body yeah one body <laughs> yeah so you have to you know replace it you cannot do it yes yeah, yeah. so what do you have to do no matter what kind of QOL, yeah. You ha you want, yeah. But you have to keep your body yes. healthy. Yes, healthy. Yeah. And yeah. I I completely agree. I think yeah. When you don't take care of your body, right. That's when, no matter what you like to do, the right. quality of life is gonna go down. Right. Yes. Yeah. And that's where I think our philosophies are very very mm -hmm. similar because mm -hmm. that's why we do what we do. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if you're training for the Olympics, if you're one of professional athletes mm -hmm. or if you're just someone that's starting to exercise the bottom line is the same we all move very similarly right you got to figure out how to get back to normal movement functional movement and we got to learn how to take care of our body so that we can improve the quality mm -hmm. of our life mm -hmm. yes that's why I, I want you I want people switch the mind mm -hmm. you know like a, doing some exercises it's not just for fitness. Yes. Yeah. It might be it's for your reading a book. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. so exercises is not for fitness. Not mm -hmm. only for fitness, also for for everything. Yes. Yeah, conditioning, injury prevention, mm -hmm. to keep healthy your yes. movement and body. Yes. So you know, um, so reading a book correctly <laughs> yes it's you cannot do the uh, reading a book without healthy 
body, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of true. Or even just like a lot of times people forget. And you know, as I talked to you about this too, I do a lot of nutrition coaching, sports nutrition. Mm-hmm. But even just your clarity, like mental clarity, mm-hmm. that is part of overall health. Because, I mean, yeah, it might be physically posture. You know, you don't want to get mm-hmm. sore from reading a book and all of this. Mm-hmm. But if you cannot even focus, mm-hmm. which is overall health, mental yeah. health, then. I mean, yeah, you can't even read a book and enjoy it or comprehend or right. you know, follow along. So yeah. exactly, I think everything that we do encompasses right. kind of improving the quality of our health. Yeah. yeah. That's why, so I, I want like, you know, I want people like changing the mind. Yes. You know, uh, change the mind and think about the, the what the exercise is. Yes. It's, it's, it's for your, you know, Happiness. I mean, like a happiness. Yeah. The fundamental of happiness. Yes, right? exactly. <laughs> and it should be a priority in yeah. ev- everybody's life yeah. to incorporate some form of exercise and taking care of your right, body. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I. That's a great message. And I mean, yes. Yeah. Also, twenty twenty Olympic uh-huh. is coming over next year. Yes. In Tokyo. Yes, in Tokyo. So then. Uh, so Japan has an Olympic legacy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it, this is. It's you know, I think it's conditioning is one of that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. injury prevention. Yes. Yeah. At the yeah training for injury prevention is one of like uh, Olympic legacy. Uh huh. In Tokyo Olympic, I think. Oh, that's good. So that's why after the Olympic, maybe that the culture of conditioning is expanding to the general people. Yes. Yeah. And so, I think that's gonna. I I actually personally think that's gonna catch on a lot in the next five or ten years mm-hmm. um, because you don't want to get to the point like you said you don't want to be injured mm-hmm. with something that could have been prevented mm-hmm. you know right. um, and then enter the healthcare system like that mm-hmm. I'm not saying like I'm a big proponent of the healthcare system I think technology and mm-hmm. procedures and everything have come a long way even from when I grew up right but at the same time there's lack of emphasis on the prevention side injury mm-hmm. prevention and conditioning so that's really what i think the shift is going to be right. is that there's going to be a lot more emphasis on that mm-hmm. so that we keep people healthy and still there's the medical side mm-hmm. that's very important but we have a lot of people doing things to keep themselves healthy mm-hmm. and improving their right. overall happiness right. and quality of life i think it's yeah. athlete is uh-huh. a one of the specialists yes. of Injury prevention tr- training. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so that's why you know the Olympic legacy. Mm-hmm. I that's that's my belief. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I believe yeah. like uh, you know, conditioning would be the Olympic legacy. Yes. For that. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Um, before we wrap up, so one thing, why don't you tell us a little bit, whatever you want to share, uh-huh. but. Tell us a little bit about where our body project is going, what kinds of things you have looking forward to. And then, mm-hmm. you know, maybe people, I do know that your website, you mm-hmm. have the English translation, so people can go check it out. What's your website and what are some of the things that you're working on? Okay, okay. I can, again, pl- please, please come over to Japan next year. You know, <laughs> yes. 2020 Olympic is coming. Yeah. So then, uh-huh. uh, then, after that, please stop by our facility. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> Anytime I'm in Japan, I will stop by your facility. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then also, um, now we have a three facility in Japan. Mm-hmm. I mean, our body has a three facilities. Okay. So, people want interest in the body facility. Mm-hmm. 
if people want to be the owner of the herb body, uh-huh. please call me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So our like, you know, core competency mm-hmm. is that system, mm-hmm. an educational system, mm-hmm. an operational system. Yes. Yeah. So we can, we can you know, deliver to all over the world. Yes. Yeah. So you're looking to franchise it yeah, out yeah. because mm-hmm. you have the training, the staff requirements, mm-hmm. facility requirements, and mm-hmm. that I mean that's super exciting, and you get to see more of how you guys treat patients and everything, and mm-hmm. you know hopefully yeah it grows outside of Japan. Yeah. 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 Um, anything else that you're looking forward to? I know you're always busy flying all over the place, and well, you know. I love Hawaii anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No matter what the, what kind of business yeah. we we can we can you can get in Hawaii, uh-huh. I wanna come back again. <laughs> yes. You you're always coming back and always uh keeping in touch and sharing some of the great things that you're doing yeah. and then yeah. vice versa. I get to talk to you about some of the things that we're doing over here too. So it's been always a pleasure talking with you and everything and yeah, it's right. super fun to share some of the the similarities and differences when it comes mm-hmm. to training philosophy mm-hmm. and what we're doing I don't even know how far away Japan is but all the way across the Pacific Ocean Close. it's very yeah uh, it's very um, unique that we're both doing very similar things in different places yeah, yeah. Um, overall thank you so much for taking some time with thank us thank you so much too and I want everyone to check out ourbodyproject.com I will have it up in the show notes and you guys can take a look at some of the things that they're doing also um, next time that next time you come back to Hawaii we'll be sure to connect again and maybe do another conversation yeah. and mm-hmm. share some of the updates of what you're doing and I guess we'll, by then, hopefully, we'll be able to talk about the 2020 Olympics, which you are one of the medical advisors for, mm-hmm. which that's a huge event that you have to oversee. So I wish you all the best of luck with that. Thanks. And hopefully it goes well. <laughs> but anyway, thank you again for joining us. Thank you. This was a great conversation.